Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Yes, welcome to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Cake. Oh, <laughs> and my name's Kay. No, you should have said my name's oh, Dan. I'm sorry. We're just trying to fool you folks. I was confused. Kay, now why do I think Kay? I've heard of someone. Me? No, a male. A male called Kay is the first name. Oh, I need to I look into this. That. It's an interesting one. I'm, I'm sort of speechless, ladies and gentlemen, because, you know, part of you could have wondered 12 weeks ago, yes. or it could be 13 weeks ago, 14 weeks ago, would we get through to the other side? <laughs> I know it sounds silly, but I don't, I mean, I don't think it is the way that the sort of recent period has been portrayed by mm. certain sort of aspects of the tabloid media. You just, you know, crumbs, anyone who suffers with the remotest form of anxiety. <laughs> I think it's the whole 24 hour news cycle and, and, and that whole thing. It makes getting through challenging periods in world history because that's what we've just sallied yeah, forth through. It's, it's funny actually because they stopped the daily briefings, the government daily briefings, about a week ago. I in think, the UK. Now. In the UK. Up until about a week ago, since March, we've been having daily briefings by the government at five o'clock every day. And, you know, I think it, and now, this, now it's stopped. I feel just, uh, uh, I feel really different about it. And I said to you when they stopped that, but I think people will think that because they've stopped doing the daily briefings that we're all okay now. So and I, are you saying you feel more anxious now than you did before? Well, I think I probably do because I just think people are not taking it as seriously, I don't think. Certainly my observations when I'm out walking is telling me that people are not taking it so seriously, I think. No, no. I mean, I, I think all you can do and this is certainly what, what we've been doing. Because yes, you know... Can you smell that Philadelphus? See that plant over there? Which one? The one with the white flowers that's going over the... Oh, okay. That's what that smell is. That's what that smell is. It's a mock orange, Philadelphus. Right. It smells like absolute heaven. Wow. It's gorgeous. It did smell nice. I used to have one in the garden that I used to have. It smelled beautiful. Right. First of all, I mean, we've sort of jumped straight in and I just want to pause for a moment to say how delighted. This feels very weird. It feels very weird. We've actually... We haven't walked together like this no. since, since the last time Fe February? we no, March, early March. together with been. all of you. <laughs> we haven't been alone together, have we, since... <laughs> it's true. Since March, we wrong. haven't. And we've, we've, we've managed no finally... <laughs> Well, we've finally got Bryony in a position where she feels confident just being left by herself in the house just for a little bit of time. Okay, I think perhaps what? she probably felt confident enough to have done that a year or two ago. Well, she kept saying no. It was us that wasn't confident no, enough. No, no, she kept saying no. We kept, I kept saying to her, you know, and she was like, no, I can't stay by myself. I can't stay by myself. You know, she'll be 15 in October. Well, what She's... happened was, it was, I thought it was very sweet. Because what happened was, crumbs, maybe eight, nine weeks ago, you know, in the depths of 
severe sort of lockdown panic, we've been in a position where we were able to have one form of exercise a day, weren't we? Yes. And so I would go running, you would go walking. Yeah. And on the, I mean, I suppose I was slightly naughty. <laughs> well. Or maybe I wasn't. I think, I, I don't think I would have been because we are, we are rule followers. <laughs> mm. By our nature, we are. So I don't think it was in severe depths of no i think it must have been they lifted it less, slightly, less a time yeah, ago they lifted it slightly didn't yeah. they and said you can go out more than once a day well in the, it, it must have been the family oh were you allowed to go out in yeah you were you could go out as a family right that's it then that's it uh, well what happened was you, you were feeling particularly low yeah as i think all of us have haven't we at points yeah i'm over sure the last, and i'm sure still are and you know, that's, I think that's one of the big things I wanted to get across today is, you know, if you're feeling anxious, you're not alone. Well, absolutely. And no. I think that's often it's the biggest thing that weighs on my mind when you're feeling anxious. I think it's a lonely yeah. place to be. I've been very up and down through this whole time. Well, it, it, what I tried to do on this particular day was to lift one of your down times. Yeah. And I'd spoken to B the day before and I'd said to her that I wanted to come and meet you on your way back in. Oh yeah, that's right. From your from walk. walk. Yeah. And because we've got the find my phone business, yes. haven't we, on so our you, phone, yeah, so, so I know where you are. You where I was, yeah. And I said to her, oh, you know, would that be okay? She was like, yeah, fine. <laughs> and well, you were only gone 15, 20 minutes. Probably. Yeah, yeah. So what I did was I waited till you were on the home stretch. Yeah. And then I left her doing her schoolwork and, and off I came. And there was yeah. the dark, tall, handsome stranger. Who's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're Me, not dark. You know, you've been up and down, you were saying. Yeah, I've been very up and down over this whole sort of, what is it now, 12 weeks, 13 it's weeks? More, it's more. Oh, I don't know. You lose track, don't you? Well, and I, I think, think I think I've been I've never really been worried about about getting the virus as such. That's never bothered me. I've not been concerned about that so much. It's more um, what the world's like and yeah, how things have changed. How things have changed and how people are handling that, and what it's going to be like now going forward. You know, into sort of later this year and into next year. I think the, the thing that you have to, the, the way that you balance those concerns is 12 weeks ago, we were worried about what the world was going to be in four weeks time. True. And you know, four weeks after that, you were thinking, what's it going to be like in four yeah, more weeks yeah. time? Well, it's more than 12 weeks, however long the period it is. Yeah. Here we are, you know, who knows how far through this period of time that we are, but here we are. Yeah. and. We're all okay. We're all okay. And, you know, the, the, the odds are, and you know, th this was one of the hardest things to sort of balance up in your mind when you're reading all the sort of typical tabloid fear-mongering rubbish. But that's just been terrible. Which they churn the, you out. Know, the media, I think. You there's know, a proportion the, the, that do, you know, quality yeah, reporting, but then there's a vast, huge amount which that do, don't. that don't. And, you know, they're, they're in the business of selling newspapers. It's clicks they want now. Yeah, clicks, sorry. And, unfortunately, and people click on 
the scary stories because they think, they think and I understand why because they think the oh my goodness thing. oh my goodness I need to know about this yeah yeah because then I'll be better informed to um, keep yeah. myself safe yeah and who knows whether that story is is truthful or not um, well it's it's not helped any it's not helped anything because you know just thinking back to the whole toilet roll situation yeah that all stemmed from you know a situation in Australia didn't it? It did. The tabloids then got hold of it, yeah. reported it all over the world and what did everybody start doing? Just, Panic buying toilet paper. It's just ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. Yeah. But like we said there a moment ago I think Kay's embarrassed that she supports the Arizona Cardinals. No, I'm trying to cover the, I'm trying to cover the microphone from the wind. It's quite windy today, so Look. I apologise if there's some wind noise. But we just wanted to record this episode, didn't we? And we will be continuing. Yeah. We are well and, until something happens again. We will. Well, be... who knows what's going to happen? Really, you know. I mean. Nobody's, I mean, I haven't seen my mum now since early March, I think it was, or no, late February. I think we went to see her late February. I haven't seen her since then. She lives in a sort of care facility that you just can't, they don't allow anybody other than sort of um, care workers and helpers and things. So, you know, it's difficult for everybody, I think. Well, there'll be stories like this. Yeah, absolutely. And worse stories as well, you know, oh, people yeah. who have unfortunately, you know, well, it's just... I'm sure everybody's got yeah. stories sort of to relay about this period of time. I think that Because we're living through history, aren't we? Yes. This sounds like a TV series. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> With Tony Robinson. Oh, yeah. Yes. Now, Walking through history, I think he did. Yes, he did. Yes. Yeah. She got there. <laughs> but look, in this period, there's also been some massively positive things come out of it. And I think that's always the hard thing to balance in your mind. And I think sometimes perhaps you start to feel guilty because certainly I do, because you start to actually think there's elements to what's gone on, which has been pretty good. And I think that just shows you again how... Yeah, I mean, there was the whole sort of um, air quality improvement because there was no flights and no cars on the road. And that's definite positive for the planet, isn't it? And for us. The general effect on wildlife as well. Yeah. We've seen more birds. That's true, we have. Interesting, you know, birds that we wouldn't normally have seen in our local area yeah. than we ever have done before. But also, on a, you know, on a more personal level you know so many parents across the world have had to step up and some might argue properly parent <laughs> and you know all of us are traversing you know experiences and times that we've never had to before and you know having initially having that sort of intense you know one-on-one -on -one time with kids is hard yeah but then you start to I think any situation that's new is difficult but then as time progresses it starts to become norm and as it starts to become more normal you then start to enjoy the benefits of it and I've been you know one of the things we wanted to do was to keep 
their, our daughter moving. Yeah. And so I've been walking with her every day. Yeah, and she's and loving it. She loves it. She, you oh. know, she'll get. So she really I. wants to do it every day, which has just surprised me so much. You Whatever know, the weather. Yeah. Doesn't matter if no, it's pouring, if raining, whether she's like, it's oh, baking okay. sun. Yeah. She still wants to go, which is just brilliant, isn't it? It's definitely helped her fitness levels as well. Yeah, yeah, because um, I mean, she's perhaps just tipped. She, she was in. She felt like she was in better form about two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> but you know, it's like anything. You know, it's like me with running and you with walking. Yeah. You're up and down with things. Um, but you know, she's gone from. I've been sort of pushing her along to now where she's like physically like pushing me along yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is just tremendous but then not just that because one of the things which I haven't been able to eat for a long time is bread yeah and in this marvelous period of time Kay has found thanks to the inspiration before we talk about the inspiration of Ayla and your wonderful einkorn bread, I want to stop for a moment and enjoy these flowers. Oh, yeah, what are just, those blue ones? Do you know I'm not sure what they are? And the pink ones are just gorgeous. Oh, the pink ones, that's... that's um, is it red, red campion? campion? That's kind of on its way out now. And right. this, is, this is all cow parsley, obviously. Yes. Which so, I, um, you can see now, when you look at that, you can see why it's easy to confuse it with the horrible stuff that grows by rivers. Oh yeah, the giant hogweed. Yes, because it just looks stuff, like a bigger version it? of that. Terrible stuff, the giant hogweed. Is it the sap that's like yeah, poisonous yeah, or something? Yeah, 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 it is. It's the blue thing though, they look like fox. They do, but they're not, I don't think. No. I'm not sure what they are. It's very pretty. Very pretty, there's like an area, I photographed it actually. Great for the bees. I put it on bees. Instagram before, but there's an area in the park, we're in the park now, that they just leave to go wild. And it's just full of gorgeous flowers, pinks and purples and blues and yellows and there was tons of daisies a couple of weeks back. Right. They've all sort of gone over, gone over now. Everything about that um, is just so yeah, lovely. It's lovely. And it's in areas like that that I bet you einkorn used to grow. Possibly. And then Ayla would come along and pick yeah. it and then she'd go home and grind it up and make bread tell us, Kay, about the wonder that is einkorn. Well, well, this came about for two two reasons actually. I mean, I knew about the name of this wheat from reading the Clan of the Cave Bear books that I spoke about before many, 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 many times. And Ayla often referenced the fact that she was out collecting grass seeds and and I don't think it was ever referred to as wheat, but it, did they refer know, to it as wheat? No, <laughs> but it mentioned that she was collecting einkorn. And I always presumed that it was something that was extinct now, you know, because this was hundreds of thousands of years ago, or 40,000 years ago, or whatever it was. But then I was watching a sort of blog type series on YouTube. It's called Farmhouse on Boone. A lady called Lisa, I think that's her name, Lisa. She's got six children, my goodness. Um, and she lives in this farmhouse in America. She's been renovating it and does a lot of making her own bread. And one day referenced that she gets these big sacks of einkorn. And oh, well, I nearly never fell off my chair. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I wonder it. what that food was. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, what? 
And I, I sort of heard, I thought, no, I misheard her, so no. Went back and watched it again, no, she definitely said einkorn. So I thought, right, I'll go and Google it and found out that it's actually still available now. Amazing. Very small scale, you know, you're yeah. obviously not going to find it in the supermarkets, but I went searching at the time, this was a few weeks ago, and unfortunately was out of stock in the two sort of mills that I found it. Right. In the UK. So I thought, oh, well, you know, that's it. Because everybody was buying flour. Yeah. What they've been doing with this flour? <laughs> yes. I, I'm thinking that there's still bags and bags of flour in people's cupboards. I but can assure anyway, you that, that is the, the, the absolute um, case. Then just about a week ago, I thought, oh, I'm going to look again. And I found some in stock in a mill in the Cotswolds, I believe it is. It's called Shipton, Shipton's Mill. So I thought, my goodness, I'm going to order some of that. So. I ordered a bag of iron corn, a bag of spelt, yeah. and just some white flour as well. And I made a loaf, didn't I, a few days ago and with the iron corn. What was it like making the loaf? Well, I looked at recipes, right. and the two recipes I found, both of them said that you don't need it, you don't have to knead this particular type of bread. Right. And I was like, well, this is marvellous. <laughs> <laughs> this is so easy, this can't be can't be right so I then sort of investigated why this might be right and I did a bit of research on einkorn and it turns out that although it's got the same amount of gluten as modern wheat yeah. the gluten structure is much weaker right than on modern wheat um, so that was a bit much I know, one of those electric Council vehicles. Keeper, just, person. I wonder if he's called Percy. I wonder if he's Percy. <laughs> <laughs> he just came up behind us and You don't hear them because they're electric. It's great that they're electric, but yeah, it doesn't yeah. do your nerves any good. No. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Um so yeah, the structure of it is much weaker. So that made me think, well that must be why you don't need it, because you're never gonna get that stretch. No. Because it doesn't it must just break. Yes. You know, the, the gluten structure must just break if you try to knead it. So basically all you do is you just bring it all together. Right. You know, it's just flour and a bit of salt yeah. and a bit of sugar and yeah. some yeast, yeah. water. Mix it all together, bring it into a loaf tin and then just leave it to prove for about an hour. Right. And then put it in the oven for about 40 minutes. And well, I made the second one yesterday, didn't I? And I tried, when I first tried it, it needed a bit more salt actually, so the second one is better. Well, look, you're, you're, anyway. you're skipping out to the important part. Well, you tried it. So Kay made the first loaf, yeah. and I've got to say, I was, I was concerned and skeptical about trying it because any time I have bread, it, it affects me terribly. And I mean, it must be a year or two yeah, since probably. I last had bread. So I thought, do you know what? In for a penny, in for a pound, yeah. have a little slice. Yeah. The worst case scenario, I'll be fine by the end of the day, even if, <laughs> you know, it's not great. So, had a slice, it was fine. You were fine. Came back the next day, had two slices, Yeah. still fine. And then you made another loaf. And then made another, another loaf yesterday. And But yesterday, I toasted the previous one I'd made. Right. I did you a slice of toast. Yes. And you put, I put peanut butter on it for you. Because that was also always something you loved, wasn't it? Toast yes. with peanut butter. Yes. You had that? I did, I did. Unfortunately, I think that uh, I might have pushed the boundary slightly too much. Oh, so you weren't okay? 
I, well, I think it's the peanut butter that perhaps was... Oh, you didn't tell me that. I, I think the... Well, I'm certain that I'm fine with the bread. But right. maybe I just need to ease myself back into peanut butter a little bit. Oh, right, okay. Because it is very rich. Yes. I think it's just the, the, the richness of it that, um, right. that got okay. me slightly. I'm certainly not going to stop having it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not now I have a vehicle. Because that's the funny thing. Certainly, look. And it's, where I'm I just... come from, I'm not going to eat peanut butter out of a jar. And I've tried it oh, in chocolate no. and I don't like it. And no. I've tried it in ice cream and I don't I'm really like it. I'm not mad on peanut butter. It's, too, it's like... It's like dry in your mouth. I just don't really I just like, like peanut, it. Peanut butter on toast. Yeah. And now that I have a vehicle to have it on again, oh yes, but it's the wonderful. Bread, the bread itself, it's not like a conventional loaf at all. Nothing like. It's quite a dense, heavy bread. It's a wholemeal bread. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's gutsy. It's a gutsy yeah. thing. <laughs> it doesn't rise up into a fluffy loaf. It's not that sort at all. But it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't, it feels like bread though. Yeah, it feels like bread. It just feels like a, you know, this is going to do you good type bread. And it tastes great. Oh, it's amazing. It's got a very... Um, Unlike any brown bread yeah, I've ever had. It doesn't taste like any, no, it doesn't taste like any bread I've ever had. It's got a very different flavour. It almost has the got crust like is a, immense. It's got a great crust, but it almost has got a hint of sort of a floral going on yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, so it's been a real success and huge success. I will order more. My goodness. I mean just the most amazing thing. Because you know I'd really I'd put to bed the prospect of ever having bread again. Yeah. And now yeah, now I'm excited to try because spelt is supposed to be Spelt is another thing, yeah, that's another ancient grain, isn't it? The Romans used it a lot. People, yeah, they've been, we're in the park now and... Which way do you go? I normally go this way. All of the park workers have been back and they've been planting up all the beds, all the bedding plants, and they look gorgeous. They do. They've been the working hard. The I mean, park. look at that. I don't even know what they are. No, I'm not sure what they are. But the entrance of the park, it's red and white. It looks very patriotic. Yes. <laughs> um, and then there's just colour everywhere in the beds. It's really, really pretty. Very precisely done. Kind of got that old-fashioned look, hasn't it? Yeah, it does, and I don't... I mean, maybe I've just not walked through it at this time of year. I just don't recall it looking as good as this. They look lovely, don't they? They really do. You know, you just wonder if I think they're like someone's made a decision. I'm sure what they are. Some of them are geraniums, I'm sure. Yeah. Has someone made a decision to... To, right, to go all out. We're going to go all out yeah. in the park because people are going to be in there enjoying it. Yeah. So, thank you and thank Ayla from the what, bottom thank, of my heart. Thank Ayla, definitely. Yes. And also, boom. Yeah, Lisa at Farmhouse on Boone, and actually, you know, that's a really nice vlog. If you've not heard of it or never watched it, I would recommend it. It's very sort of homey. Yeah. You know, she bakes and cooks a lot, and she's always doing things in the house. Yeah. She's very um, thrifty. Yeah. I think is the word you would say. And you know, all these children and they homeschool. Oh my goodness, I just can't get my head around having six children. No. Um, and she's very young obviously made a conscious decision to have a large family young which yeah. you know is great and they all, they all look like lovely children so it's definitely worth a watch didn't there used to be a shop called thrifty i don't know 
just, I vaguely remember going into a shop called Thrifty. I bet it was a precursor to the sort of pound shops, which seem to be everywhere. I wonder if they have those in other, they must have yeah, those I in other they countries. Do. They're called dollar stores, I think, in America. Yeah, I'm interested in what they're called in like Sweden and mm. Germany and Norway. <laughs> Maybe they don't have them. They're they basically do. shops where you go in and pretty much everything is a pound or a dollar or whatever. I never go in them if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> because I just think, also, what would I want from there that also, costs a pound? I don't know really. Also, biscuits maybe. I think the days have gone now where everything is a pound. Yeah. I'm sure. Because I remember going in that one in town once. I always remember, yeah. and I know you hate this type of comedy, but I remember seeing a sketch where someone went in to a pound shop <laughs> and kept asking how much everything how much, was. Yeah, yeah. And those were the days when everything really was a pound. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not been it. You know, the other thing that we've been doing a lot more of, and I mean, unfortunately, we've all been in this position where we've had to, and actually you've been I think because there's, there's been more time to sort of sit and watch and listen to things, yeah. you end up scraping the bottom of the barrel, don't you? And mm. you, you run out of things. And I mean, it certainly doesn't look, I mean, I do sort of wonder what they're going to do with TVs and movies for, for months and months. Well, they're, they're already doing reruns of like football matches and tennis matches and because there's no Wimbledon, the obviously there's no Wimbledon, there's no. no Lots of other sporting events that aren't happening. No. But we've been... Uh... Any more? Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Is that it? We've, yeah, it is, yeah. We've just been um, passed by three very fast-moving gentlemen. I yeah, mean, runners. Could, it's like they're could, having a little competition. Or are they... Maybe they're social distancing. Maybe they are. Maybe they're all out together. Yeah, it could be. Because they're all a fairly sort of equal distance yeah, apart. They are. Which is quite good. Yeah. But, um... You, of course... I, I decided at the start of all this that we needed to sort of find more sources of Yeah, because, in all honesty, I, I, I've kind of stopped watching all the podcasts that I usually watch. A lot of them haven't been podcasting, and a lot of them was, you know, there was a lot of talk of what's going on in the world and politics and all that kind of thing. And I just, I just didn't want that. So, you very kindly got us Disney Plus. Yes. And, and I watched... That's been... Well, it's been great. I watched loads of National Geographic programmes on there. I would say it Tons has been a success. Tons of stuff about Egypt and, um, what was that one? Draining the Oceans or something. I yes. loved that one. Yes. That was great. And then I started watching Disney films, which was fun. Well, it's been really fun, I think, because some you've enjoyed. Yeah, and some have been absolutely terrible. It's interesting, isn't it? Why do they feel the need to take a classic sort yeah. of Disney film and go right okay we're going to redo it and we'll make it live, live action, action it's yeah. such a shame i didn't i know it's, it's a matter of opinion isn't it but i watched beauty and the beast and really disliked that yeah um and i watched i started watching aladdin and turned it off after 10 minutes because i just really didn't like that that is such a classic though with uh with robin williams oh yeah you know, to, to try and redo it. But then, you all, didn't you also start watching The Lion King? I did start watching The Lion King. I started watching Dumbo. 
stop them, stopped at all of them after about 10 or 15 minutes. I just thought it just wasn't my cup of tea at all. They picked I just a strange they were director terrible. for Dumbo. Yeah, I just didn't think they were very good. I think it was the Johnny Depp guy who right. does all his films did Dumbo, which was a, a bit odd. But then I watched Cinderella. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is your time. I loved that one. Please tell us why was Cinderella so oh, marvellous? Oh gosh. It I don't think I've actually asked you. It's just properly magical. It's just... Like a proper Disney movie. Yeah, like a proper Disney film, you know, and it's got funny bits and it's got evil, evil characters and then it's got beautiful characters and the costumes are amazing and right. you know, there's, there's a little bit of singing in it and that's lovely. And there's a very handsome Prince Charming that Brownie's fallen in love with. So it just, it just had all of those elements that you remember from Disney films. Oh, and I just loved it. Absolutely loved it. Me and Brownie have watched it half a dozen times. We must have. Directed by Kenneth Branagh, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. He is a brilliant director. Brilliant. So, I mean, that may be... And, you know, if you think about it, one of your other favourite films is Poirot. That's right. And Now here we have to, I have to cross over yeah, and yeah. then cross back again because there's know. Tra traffic lights going on. Because I run down here as oh, well. Right. and. Um, it's funny that they've not, they normally put in like a little walkway, don't they? You have, but you, there isn't, you've literally got to cross the road, which is a pain. Probably not enough space. No. So Disney Plus has yeah, definitely been a been winner. Good. The thing yeah. that I've enjoyed watching on Disney Plus is The Mandalorian. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh, brilliant, yeah. I mean, talk about all the great things about Star Wars. And, and it does, what it's done for me is it's helped me understand what it is about Star Wars that I love and it's that sort of Han Solo piratey you know underworldy yeah. slightly gritty grimy yeah. that's Star Wars for me music the music is just amazing phenomenal yeah very I mean, Star Wars oh my thing. goodness John Powell did a great job with Solo but Ludwig Göransson, it's tremendous. I mean, uh, and you just don't expect it from from a, a TV show. You don't think, no. oh, I'm going to be getting a soundtrack to a TV show yeah. and I'm going to be listening to that. But the thing which fascinated me the most, and you see, you don't know if that light's going to well, change. Well, no, I've just been kind of legging it. I got there. You see that car's now, it's not turning, we're okay. What I didn't realise about that show, because the other thing that they put on recently, and I haven't really enjoyed now then. Do we cross, cross back the, here? Yeah, I normally yes. cross back. Oh, it's like, oh. I know, there's the waterboarder digging up part of the pavement and... Up and down and up and down and... <laughs> replacing pipes, I don't know. So, what I have watched as well in this period is... I've watched the behind the scenes on The Mandalorian and, and yeah. I actually said to you don't watch it because the way that that's being done, it it's wasn't not, very no, interesting. The only one interesting. we did watch together was the music one, yeah. which you really enjoyed. Yeah. But the way they actually filmed it really was quite fascinating yeah. because what they did was they when they're on set, normally when you're on set on something like this, the actors can't see all the things that we can see because yeah. that's all put in post-production. Yeah. Well, on this, they can see it all. Yeah. And the reason why they can see it all is they've created a studio with screens that go all the way around them and also screens that go all the way over the top. Right. So when the actors are on set, 
you know, if they're stood in the sand dunes in Tatooine, yeah. they can see it all. Right. And all the actors were saying, it is like the best possible yeah. situation yeah. to be in as an actor. So we, we've loved that. We really have loved that. So there, there's been, and you know, I come back to my point that I made before, because when, I think when periods of time, Although it's really difficult to say with the benefit of hindsight about periods of time like this because we've never lived through anything like this no, before. No, no, we haven't. None of us have, have we? I think you'd have to be extremely old to remember. I don't know if anybody would still be alive. Oh, no, they wouldn't, would they? Anybody still be alive that went through the Spanish flu? No. No, because that's like over 100 years ago, so no. None of us have lived through anything like this. Crimson, and if you think about that period of time, you've just gone through the war to end all wars. Yeah. And, and then, then you get hit with a Spanish flu. And then you flu. get hit with a Spanish flu. I know. But I think there's an argument to be made that with, coming back to that 24 hour news cycle, coming back to that, you know, the, the connectivity with the world that yeah. is marvelous, but also like everything, there's, there's positives and negatives. Mm -hmm. The negatives with it make any small outbreak of anything an absolute nightmare. Yeah. I mean, how have you dealt with things anxiety-wise? Um, I haven't, I mean, as I said before, I haven't really felt too anxious about the sort of physical aspect of the virus, just because it seemed to just be targeting a certain a certain percentage, a certain proportion of people, didn't it? And generally, generally speaking, it wasn't always the case. But if you're fitting well, then even if you got it, you know, you'd be okay. And my brother actually had it. Um, my brother is, is two years older than me, so he's 51, and he works for the ambulance service. He's not a paramedic, he works in the call centres. But he actually had the virus some weeks ago now. And he was very poorly. He was off work for a couple of weeks. Um, but you know, he's, he's okay, he got through it and he's, he's fine. Um, and you know, your concern is really for the older people in your family, isn't it? Or people with pre-existing conditions. But generally from my own personal point of view, I haven't really worried you know about me getting it and any of us getting it and that kind of thing so that's not really been making me feel anxious as such i'm more anxious for the impact you know on bryony and children her age yeah. and, and how you know they're going to feel when they get back to school in fingers crossed september and what that's going to look like yeah um it's those aspects of of life sort of going forward that I don't like and I think it's the disruption to your normal you know your normal life isn't it you know I haven't been in a bookshop for example since who knows when and you're not going to be I'm not going to be no because this is the thing you know they say the shops can open that's actually from tomorrow yeah you know, actually, all of, all, really? yeah all of the shops can open but then when you actually read what it's going to be like to experience going into these shops I'm going to find that more stressful than actually not going in. So it's better so, to just not engage. So I won't be, I won't be going in shops for some time yet. And I find that really depressing. And I know it's, you know, okay, it's necessary and I appreciate that. But I think we're all just desperate for a little bit of normality, aren't we? 
and I just don't think we're going to get that yet for some time. Who knows, really? Um, yeah, so I don't think I don't think I'm being too bad, really, anxiety-wise, in that respect. Do you? I don't know. Well, you said you've been up and down, and I think you have been up yeah, and down. Yeah, I have been up and down. But well, you've so also I got to. You've also got to consider I'm 49 and I've got lots of stuff going on <laughs> in my body. My hormones are kind of all over the place and I do think that's been impacting on me as well. Look, the most important thing is, like we said earlier on in today's show, 12 weeks ago you might have wondered what state the world was going to be in right now. And would we even be here <laughs> to be walking and talking and doing all the things that we are? And here of course we are. we are. And in 12 because, weeks time, you know, we'll still be here. People are resilient. We're all Absolutely. resilient, aren't we? Absolutely. And Take care of yourself. Yes. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know? Oh, yeah. And with that in mind, I'm very excited to be thinking about our next episode of the radio show. Yeah. Which I'm going to tell you what it is now, okay? Excellent. We're going to be talking about the truth of Tutankhamun. Oh gosh, are we really? We are indeed. Do you know what? I've watched so much recently on yes. Tutankhamun and I, yes. I thought I knew everything. No. But I didn't. And Kay will be... No, I watched a programme just yesterday, don't. day before, I'm not going to say. Don't, because we're talking about and this I on learned, the next show. I learned loads of stuff and it's just so fascinating. Next time we see you, I will start by giving you a bit of the background as to who Tutankhamun was, who his dad was, and yeah. how important he was. Because a lot of people will tell you Tutankhamun was not an important pharaoh. Yeah. Well, his family lineage makes him important. Yeah, absolutely. So we know you guys loved our first Egypt show. Yeah. This will be our second proper Egypt show. Can you hear show, the birds? And we can't wait. We're almost, we can see the house, we're we almost are. home. And can you hear the birds going nuts? And as those birds say goodbye, <laughs> we will also say goodbye. And we will see you in two weeks yep. for another Bakery Bears radio show. See you soon. Happy walking. Bye. The Bakery Bears radio show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.